the shadows where women hide their love of cannabis, inviting you out of the smoke with High Ladies. This podcast is intended for listeners over the age of 19, and we ask that you respect your local militia-style laws regarding cannabis and its cultivation. Be sure to like, download, follow, subscribe, and of course, share with your friends. Hi, ladies. Hi, ladies. Hi, Annie. Hi, Amanda. Hello, Steve. Hey, Steve. Who do we got here in the box? Hi, ladies. That's awesome. Uh, welcome, Steve, to the hot box. Uh, it's, it's awesome to have you. Thank um, you very much. Steve's coming from Overgrown Hydroponics here in Barrie, over on Dunlop Street. Uh, he has a ton of knowledge about cannabis, about growing, about uh, turning cannabis into other things like hash and. We're going to pick his get, brain today. That's right. We got some real knowledge in the hot box. That's which right. Is great. We're lucky to have him. Before we get into all of that excitement, I want to talk about something from last week. Yes. We were talking about storing your candies, your edibles, away from children because they aren't candies. And there was one article that I had a real hard time with. It had just happened the week before, so there wasn't much on it. But every article I found online, CBC, Globe, all of them, it was like a cut and paste article, and each one they were saying that the buzzy peaches that this child had eaten Mm -hmm. were legally purchased. That's right. And I was so confused because I was saying, well, they don't look like legal cannabis. They look like illicit cannabis. Yep. They look like candy. Yep. That's a red flag, right, Mm -hmm. Steve? Uh, Yeah, it's not a good idea, I don't think. But they were reporting it incorrectly. And Uh, I think on the pod, I was like, this doesn't seem right to me. And the day before the last podcast came out, there was an article. And there was a correction to the initial articles. That said, Annie was right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, that that it was indeed illicit cannabis. But it took almost a week for that correction to happen. You can't legally buy illicit cannabis. Right. And, I mean, a really good indicator is to look at the packaging. If it looks like candy that you would recognize, like Skittles or gummy bears or fuzzy peaches, they call them buzzy peaches, but my daughter's not going to notice the difference between the B and the F. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and the packaging is easier to get into, posing, you know, another level of just don't. Exactly. Mom and Dad need to get their shit together. Yeah. And just put their stuff somewhere where people won't, or kids won't get access to it. It needs to be locked away. Exactly. The only way is is to lock it away. Especially with children in the house. It's your responsibility. You need to be adult about it. If you make the choice to have these things in your life. Yeah. um, Even legal cannabis. Yeah. Lock it away. Lock it away. Simple. There's, yep. There you yep. go. It, it's super simple. Um, I know that one thing that we care about, or that I keep asking people, and I'll ask you, Steve, is, like, do, do you care if your cannabis is a bear or a square? I prefer squares. It's very symmetrical. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Yeah. I think it's adults consuming this, so we don't need it to look like I don't care bears. what it looks like. Yeah. It doesn't matter. All cannabis edibles should look like a penis. Yeah, so, well... <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> Take you to the next level. No. That's a little too far. You know what? That is... Yeah, there, yeah. See, that's the one thing I wouldn't... Uh, you wouldn't want to eat. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to modulate. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, um, just this past week, there's been 
Some charges laid uh, in Markham against a store manager of a convenience store and some of the employees who were selling some of these illicit products to minors within the store. So many levels of bad. Yeah. Now, reading between the lines of the articles I've been able to get my hands on, um, it seems like they had them behind the counter, but if, you know, but kids you know, walk up and Jimmy they know knows that and he what tells Billy, he tells Susie. It's just like when I was in high school, I could go buy a cigarette. Yes, one cigarette. One cigarette. One cigarette I from think it like was a quarter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, mine were more expensive by the time I came around. It was like you, you could peddle uh, cigarettes for like a dollar. Oh well, I grew Easy. up in the good old days, yeah. and I gave them away. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Only at certain convenience stores, and all the kids knew which convenience stores. Yep. Well, I, I didn't know that uh, what happened there, <laughs> but. You know, I think as kids are going to find out where to get whatever they want these days. Yeah. So you just have to keep your kids educated. Yeah. Open line of communication. Yep. I yeah. think so. I think that's the only way to fight all that, because if it's not one person, it'll be someone else. Th that's a very good point, and uh, they're going to get it somewhere. It might as well not be you, right? Or, like, well, d don't get into your... Yeah, uh, that's a hard question. Well, yeah, I I don't know. Like, uh, I think that just being upfront and honest with your kids, and you know, not not hiding anything, but you have to be a resource. So when your children are older, they're not at an age quite yet where these conversations need to be had. No, but you'll be open with them. We've yeah. talked about this yeah, before. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell them what you do. Yeah. And the benefits and yeah. the, you know, so they'll probably feel better about coming to you <coughs> if they're going to try something. Well, you know, it's more about gardening. So the cannabis is my medicine and that's fine. And I love uh, the, the craft, it's, but it's led me to gardening. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of cool because now I'm thinking about vegetables. Yeah. 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 So, um, it's, it's funny it's that fun. you say that because I, when my kids were a bit younger, I would say, you know, I grow tomatoes and I grow cucumbers and I grow cannabis, mm -hmm. I grow medicine. Yeah. And it's all the same. And they'd be like, oh, okay, we don't like tomatoes. And off they would go. So it was out there and it started the conversation. But, you know, they didn't really care the difference between a cannabis and a tomato. Yeah. It's yeah. just the spice. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I've had a bit of a different experience where, like, my kids only recently have been exposed to my cannabis because I started growing two plants outdoors last year. And they were just kind of, and I kind of fluffed it off. And I, I do in many ways think I've lost, like, a teaching opportunity. Um, so I'm kind of looking for ways to, like, backpedal and, like, reteach that. But. My kids just know that, like, mommy likes that plant more than she likes any of the flowers in her garden. Yeah. Right? Well, in this year, in this growing season, you can just introduce a few more levels to that. Yeah. Build on it. And then when they get to the age, they will know that they can talk to mommy or daddy about cannabis or whatever else they're trying. Yeah. Yeah. Very good point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that... <laughs> I want to hear a little bit of Steve's history. I do, too. So, Steve, g give me a bit of a... A history into how you came into cannabis well or the I, cannabis industry let's say well specifically I uh, <laughs> I enjoy growing uh, I use cannabis medically for my uh, I have 
some pain that I deal with and it uh, it seems to really help uh, so I, I was actually a car salesman for quite a long time and unhappy but you know doing just fine and my wife and I had a talk and we decided if I was gonna do this uh, I would just jump in two feet first and I started immersing myself in the culture and started loving uh, parts of it and I ended up actually landing uh, at the grow shop I guess as a result so that's awesome it's been a trip yeah that that's a, such a cool journey it's um, also a, a result of a very supportive marriage I would think right you know no. that, that takes a yeah. lot of guts on your wife's part to be <laughs> like leave your steady paying job and follow your dreams yeah that always goes well well it did in this <laughs> situation it, exactly and overgrown hydroponics where you work out of um, there's such a wealth of information and there's always something happening there so it's probably way more exciting yep I uh, I always used to go there to you know use Tim as a resource and ended up cultivating a friendship uh, from from that it's grown uh, into a career yeah yeah yep. that's a good story that's a great story now you were telling me you take all of your canvas that you make and you turn it all into hash I do. <laughs> I thought that surprised me. Yeah, I, uh, well, it fits my life in every way and it fits my gardening style as well because I can follow my trichomes and not worry about anything else. Um, it makes uh, drying a much different experience. It makes the cure a much different experience. Uh, because of my allergies, I can't taste it as good when I'm smoking a joint. But when you smell a fresh jar of hash, it's uh, you start to understand that's where the that's what you want. So that's your mode of consumption. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. yeah, for sure. And how long have you been using strictly hash? Um, I still smoke flowers, but more as a that's more of like you know the from time to time thing. But the hash, you know, it's nice to incorporate into life too. It doesn't smell you make a little bit of hash rosin it's it's a beautiful thing for you know <laughs> and look at the smile on its yeah, face right? well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's hard to incorporate cannabis into dinner uh company culture you know everyone has a glass of wine and uh it just it smells so much better mm -hmm. that's awesome that's mm -hmm. awesome i completely agree so on to the subject of growing i came into overgrowing and got some soil recently I was all out of everything, mm -hmm. and I was asking you, you know, what would be easy, what will my plants like, what, you know, I don't, I don't have a huge amount of time to be fussing, and you sent me home with Stepwell, and of course, worm castings. Good start. Oh yeah. And my plants are loving it. Oh, they, yes, yeah, they it's great stuff. It's yeah, amazing, like it how they just took off. Yep. Um, is it? worth it for me to spend extra premium money for something like Stepwell or Black Swallow, which I want to talk about as well, rather than just go to my hardware store and buy a bag of whatever dirt they sell? Is it worth that extra money? Uh, I believe that, you know, there are many ways to do this. So, you know, as long as you're having a good time and you're feeding your plants when they need to be fed, it'll go well. Uh, Stepwell's great because it's a good base for a living soil if you want to create one. Uh, it's a good 
in between if you're just doing a little bit of up potting on your way into the outdoor uh, maybe you know you have garden beds or something uh, so it's and it, it requires no effort you just water with RO or distilled water and it's everything else is fed um, you can add a few top dressings here and there but other than that it's pretty good it will get you covered but like I said there's a lot of roads to roam so uh, I think it really depends on what your lifestyle permits and your you know space requirements and everything you can you know there's a lot of systems for a lot of things so whatever you really are interested in that's what you should start with but I could go to somewhere like Overgrown and you will lead me in the right direction I'll, I'll do my best for that, that's okay. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> on the other you kind of segued there for me but I have a water softener in my house and this question has been burning in my brain reverse osmosis water or you take regular water and pH balance it but my regular water that comes into my house is we have hard water in Barrie mm -hmm. so we run it through a water softener which adds salt to the water how is that going to affect my plants is it okay it can be a negative thing as far as accumulation. Um, oh, build up. Yeah. So I, oh, I would... Oh, never thought of that. Didn't think of that. Well, even just the regular parts per million in your water can do the same thing, but it just depends on how you're growing and what you're growing in. But I would say get the salt out of your water for sure. Hmm. And how can I do that? I would just get a reverse... Like, there's cheap reverse osmosis systems you can get. I'm sure if you, you know look around. I've got ones at Overgrown that are a couple hundred bucks uh, for a full system so they're they're pretty inexpensive and a good way to filter stuff out of your water so uh, okay. but there's there's even these little hose attachments and anything you can do to get the parts per million out of your water creates okay. more control on your end. So if I just want to be lazy and go pick up water at my water depot, that's you that's took that's the fine. words. <laughs> like I was like, seems this seems like a lot of work, right? more money. Like I, I just go buy a jug or two of water every few weeks. It's whatever. Again, whatever your circumstances can, you know, give you to, you know, give you the best results. I, either way, whatever you can do, I would just use regular tap water and filter it. Okay. Okay. Because then Fair you can enough. just get a fifty dollar or twenty five dollar filter, and so if you can't get it out, at least drive the parts per million down, so that what yeah. you're putting in is at least a little bit better than what's the, coming yeah, out of the tap. Get the chloramines out of the water. Get the chlorine out. Whatever other chemicals they throw in. So okay. if you've got is good soil and good water, you should be good to go. So can I can I run my water through like a Brita filter, and like will that drive it down at all? It doesn't really drive the parts per million down. Uh, it, it can take some of the stuff out, but Not you know, it, I, I grew with tap water as well. It, it grew fine plants. Okay. The thing is, it's like, what are you doing and how are you doing it? So with Stepwell, uh, they it, it buffers the pH balance. It just takes care of it on its own. As soon as you increase the alkalinity of the water, uh, you have to deal with that, and then you're. It just doesn't go as well as just okay. using the clean water. Just yeah. Okay. Okay. However okay. You can I'm, I'm getting a theme here, and I can appreciate that. Like, just use better stuff when you do stuff, and you're gonna right? have a better and you have a better result. Plant. This is just like a good life lesson too. A can just like okay. cannabis plant is a uh, a very good. Uh, it's a very good accumulator. It will it will take heavy metals and all these things out of the soil. 
So what you put in goes into the plant. Yeah. Uh, it, it is very good at that. So I would say... Important point. You know, if you're in control of what goes in, at least you know what's coming out. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wise. So I don't Wise, know, right? but you know, details. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know why, but I know that that's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, no. Well, it, it makes sense. It in all regards. In all regards. Yep. Uh, makes complete sense. I keep, uh, or I've heard that they're using hemp to on fields that have been contaminated to like pull pull toxins out. Yeah, and like sunflowers apparently do that as well. Right? Like that's a thing. If there's been a spill or like a uh, a natural disaster somewhere, yeah. like you're they're, they're very demanding plants. Like they take a lot of nutrients, so that would again make sense. Yeah, but I like Steve's idea that like what you put into your plant, you're going to be putting into you. So you just make it better, right? And there's some easy, inexpensive ways to do that. Yeah, you use better water, use better soil. Yeah. There are some Jedi's. There are some Jedi's using, uh, uh, you know, nutrients on their plants that grow amazing plants, and I smoke them. So, you know, it's just what I do. Yeah, fair. Well, we yeah. were having a little chat before we were in the pod about what's the difference between living soil and super soil, where black swallow and stepwell, they're super soils. Yeah, that's, that's... And to make uh, it a living soil, what has to happen? Well, it needs to be alive. <laughs> okay. It, that's the start. It needs yeah. to be alive. So... Uh, so it's your job to create that uh, situation, or you can purchase it already done from certain companies like Black Swallow and uh, Tim and uh, Overgrown has been dealing with Black Swallow for a while now, and they make a great product. So if you want to get started with them or with Stepwell, uh, you know they're a great starting place to go. Okay, look, here's a good soil. You can start here make sure you're on top of uh you know your tea game your tea game just because it's uh super soil doesn't mean or, or living soil doesn't mean you can't a plant will eat a lot of uh nitrogen and you have to make sure you're you're giving it to it so so you're talking about worms and like well yeah that's making smoothies for your worms yeah, we <laughs> yeah. yeah we spoke about that it was it's a it's a different way to do it and it keeps everything uh in the pot which is kind of fun uh and it's easier on your back <laughs> but uh yeah uh some people will will do will do the living soils and in the no-till situation where everything that comes out of the pot just keeps going back in that's one of the reasons why i like the hash because the the weed ends up going back in the pot which is great and that composts itself down and yeah. becomes part of the soil. Yeah. And so you're constantly reusing your soil instead of it wasting out. Yeah, that's the that's the idea. Um, you have to amend still a little bit, which is fine. Um, uh, amendments was something that I had never heard of before I came in your shop, um, and I've been trying. I've been trying to understand like exactly what it is, and is and uh, essentially amendments are just things that I add to the soil to give it more life. Well, it could be elements that the plant will need to uptake. Um, like for example, you might want to put some uh, rock dust or azomite or something to give those base minerals, and the plant will convert them over time uh, into food if you have the right microbe activity in the soil and. 
Wow. See, I think this is a rabbit hole that I would go down. Right? I because it does sound fascinating. I've been interested in actually ha making my own worm castings for a while. Um, I just think it would be neat. Yeah. But again, it's like another thing I have to tend to. Another True. mouth to feed. Another mouth to feed. Another hundreds of mouths to feed. It's worth it. Uh, yeah. You should definitely uh, invest in a worm bin. We're getting That's mail sure. in the hot box. Thanks, love. Oh, that's from a note from Matt. Yeah, he thanks, Matt. Sending love notes. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of love that. Oh, guy. Steve, I feel like we could sit here probably for, for an hour. Oh, at least. And just talk about worms and dirt and amendments. Right. So. But we can't because we I, have parenting to do. Yes. And that's we have a fathering thing. to do. We have mothering to do. That's the overall right. parenting. But um, I think I feel like all of this comes back to you got to go and meet the people who work at your local grow stores. They're passionate about it and they have the knowledge. And they have the knowledge and they have access to other people's knowledge and they know where to go and how to get there. And, and don't, uh, I think you were afraid the first time going into a store like that. I know I was certainly yeah. was that I was going to be like, oh, who is this idiot? Yeah, uh, please go away. Uh, uh, another this is the big boys in here. I My thing was, um, they're going to say, oh look, another pothead who thinks they can grow weed. And <laughs> the the response that I kind of got when I came into your shop was like, sweet, another pothead who wants to learn to grow well, weed. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the club. Yeah. yeah. And that was that was like really welcoming and awesome. So being at the shop is a blessing. Uh, it at least half of the day there are people coming in that are teaching me things uh, that I get to, you know, end up using in my own garden. So I I've learned more in the past year than I've pretty much pretty much ever uh, <laughs> about growing uh, vegetables and cannabis and every day it just seems to keep happening so um, I'm thankful for everyone that comes in that you know contributes to that and I'll do my best to give give back to to the people in the form of you know trying to get them to grow really good Weed. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Amazing. That's awesome. See, this this is exactly why you want to make friends with your local grocery stores, because there's people like Steve all over who yeah. are passionate. Yeah, and we're just having fun. Yeah. yeah. You know, or the people that are coming in are either already passionate and have some knowledge base here or there, or want to become passionate mm -hmm. and want to find their their knowledge base. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Love it. Yeah, that's a good thing. I can hear footsteps. Yeah, I know I can hear them too. Ugh. Ugh. But uh, so, so so I get I, I guess that's that's it. I think that's it. I well, we, that's we it. can't stay here all day. We can't. We, we can't. Can, we can try. But, but we could have Steve back another time. We could. Yeah. Let's do that. Steve, would you come back? Anytime. Maybe around yeah. harvest. Yeah. And talk about talk about talk about his hash. Yeah. <laughs> what what to do <laughs> with the rest of it? Smoke it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you smoke it, got it. Um, all right. If you got it, smoke it. Now it's time for us, I think, to step away, take a toke, and go be moms. And dads. And dads. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can find all our episodes wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe, and of course, tell your friends. I also have a request this week that people are giving us requests of things they want us to talk about. That's right. Uh, I've been suggested CBN, CBD, pregnancy, pregnancy and cannabis. Yep sex and cannabis yeah pets and cannabis so if you have any thoughts at home about something that you would like us to tackle 
Give us a, an email at highladiespodcast at gmail.com. Send us a message, a DM. Ooh, look at this. A DM on the Instagram. On Insta. <laughs> Uh, we're at High Ladies Podcast. Yeah, so let us know what you'd like us to talk about. That's right. All right, this is it. Bye, Bye ladies. ladies. Thanks for having me. Bye, Steve. Bye, Steve. Stay high, ladies.